Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 278. My name is Chris. This is And this week, Buckaroo Bonsai. More correctly, Buckaroo Bonsai, The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across, across the Eighth Dimension. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthful. It is The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was uh, written by Earl Mac Rauch. I believe is how you say it, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, directed by W.D. Richter, and released August 1984, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so this is super cult, yeah, popular, popular yeah, yeah, cult yeah, yeah. film, I mean, definitely, it was not, it was, you know, one of those, like, enormous not, box not, office failures, not a, yeah, <laughs> well, it was pricey, for one yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, like and <laughs> considering, when, I, I don't understand how. But <laughs> when you think about like the, you know, it was not exactly an easy sort of mm-hmm. mainstream kind of. I mean, it's such oh, a specific. No. It's 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 the it's kind of thing. That's, it's hell. the kind of the movie that's made to be like a cult hit. And, yes. Yeah. And you know, unfortunately, that means like if you spend a lot of money on something like that. You're probably gonna you got to be real lucky. You got to be really lucky um, for that to be to pay off. Yeah. So basically, it's um, very much like a um, you know, like like a bunch of other things in that sort of vein where it's 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 very much like a homage to like the old sort of like adventure pulp kind of you know yeah. like a bit of Flash Gordon. Um, a lot of like Doc Savage yes. kind of I mean a lot of uh, stuff element you know there's a number of things in it that are just like Doc Savage with the yeah like, basically you know so you got your, off, yeah. your, yeah. your 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 character that's kind of like the the all round like you know super scientist mm-hmm. like action hero uh, he's Is he, uh, he's brain surgeon yeah uh, yeah yeah neurosurgeon yeah yeah you yeah. know scientist action hero like yeah musician mm-hmm. you know yeah um and it has, well yeah because they all play in a ba- okay yeah, the so uh, cavaliers the, yeah exactly yeah but We're, they have because they have that intro that has like the actual like text thing of like setting the, up the history you know, which yeah, is like very flash gordon you know which yeah. obviously was later mm-hmm. used for star wars and you know um it, it just has all those kind of very you know like things of just how they're the, like the world building mm-hmm. of of like the fact that you're coming into this after like a long history yeah like down the, many years you know, down like the road like they are like already the characters are very famous yes. in the world like everywhere they go like the, people the know president who they calls are. them like yeah, they the are. president calls <laughs> like like everyone knows where they are who they are and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and actually there's actually a novelization which is quite interesting which yeah. was also written by by the the writer of the movie yeah and uh it's written as like it's more kind of it's like a sort of like in universe like basically like uh, the character the Reno character yeah. who's in the movie, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's essentially like he kind of does he's like the Watson that like ah, okay. writes about all the adventures sure. and stuff of Bucker's you know uh, and his mm-hmm. team, and so like the book is basically like from his perspective of like yeah. telling the story of what happened, but there's obviously like a lot more like the details about like the world building and stuff like of that course. because yeah, like yeah. you know in, in a movie it's like. In a movie, you can do a lot with, like, you know, you can sort of show that things yeah. are a certain way very quickly, mm-hmm. but, like, you can't do as much just, like, straight up, like, exposition, because, like, it's just a different, you know... Exactly, um, yeah. 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and I mean, and in a movie that is, has this many characters in yeah. it. Yeah. It's amazing how, like, little most of the characters do because but, there just isn't time. But the time. trick to that is you, they're all, like, familiar faces. Yes. That's the like, thing. You there's an insane everybody. amount of yeah. familiar faces in this. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, from, like, major, well, Buckaroo is, from, like, major yeah. characters down to, like, yeah. relatively minor. Yeah. There are so many cast, faces. The cast list is nuts. And so what you do is you get people like that that people recognize, mm-hmm. and automatically, that like sort of puts you, like almost sort of puts you at ease because it's like you're just oh, like yeah. oh like like I, I know I know these I know yeah, you know yeah. and so like you can kind of get away with having a lot more characters and and not necessarily mm-hmm. fleshing them out as much because people can actually just connect to like oh I recognize that face. Mm-hmm. And it also means, like, you're getting people that have had very long established careers that are, mm-hmm. like, good at what they do. Yeah. So then it's, like, you don't have to worry so much about, you know, that aspect of it. No. Um, so, uh, I know. mean, th- that being said, like, you want to see a lot of faces you know young. Yeah. You know, Young-ish. like... ish I mean, it's 1984. Yeah. I mean, it's 83, mostly. Yeah, 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 Filmed yeah, in 83. Uh, but, like, you know, if you're used to seeing these, these a lot of these actors in their probably late yeah, 40s yeah. to mid 50s... You want to see him in their mid twenties to early thirties. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I noticed this time around because, like, obviously, like I knew, you know, a lot of them and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like I, there are some that I've forgotten. Like, um, there's the guy who's like the, uh, he's like the secretary of defense or whatever. Oh, okay. And yeah, he yeah. actually, um, like he Matt Clark. Yes. Yeah. Like he he basically like makes a deal with the the bad the bad aliens. Yeah. Um. So he was the bartender in mm-hmm. Back to Future Three in like the town, right? Um, and he's done a lot of westerns. That's why mm-hmm. he was in that because Back to Future Three cast a lot of people that were known for westerns. Westerns, but yeah. like like that guy, like very familiar face. Obviously, he even he's like he's still with us. He's like yeah. eighty four now. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know. But yeah. Obviously, you've got you know your Peter Weller, your Jeff Goldblum. You know your John Lithgow, Christopher John Lloyd, John Lithgow, Christopher Lloyd, Clancy, Young Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of... Oh, Carl Lumby? Yeah. I forgot Carl, Carl Lumby was Lumbly. in this. I was like, oh, yeah. right, he's the, like, well, the good alien. I, first time I saw this, I, I didn't know who Carl Lumby was. was. Yeah, exactly. Because that yeah. would have been before, uh, before Alias, so yeah. I, yeah. you know, I didn't really recognize him. Mm-hmm. But now, of course, obviously, I know exactly who he is. Really, uh, uh really young, um, uh, the, he's got a, just a bit part where he's, he works in the hospital there. He's the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Jonathan Banks, who plays the yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hospital attendant. That guy's yeah. great. Uh, also, um, uh, Vincent Schiavelli. But, yeah, the one... He's yeah, actually probably one of the older Vincent people in the, in the cast. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. Um, uh, well, and Dan Hedaya is oh, also yeah, yeah. Dan, is the yeah, other they, guy. Yeah. They're like the team, yeah. the, the, the twosome yeah. kind of. But yeah. uh, the one that got me... <laughs> John and John. The one that got me... <laughs> Was because I never noticed it before, and I only noticed it on this time around, and I was just like, "Wait!" Because it was like the tiniest part. Is there's a part where there's a state trooper that because they they there's the oh, yeah, ship yeah. Well, the crashes, ship that ship that crashes, and then the red electrodes come out to like try and the hunters get it find and it, and they call the yeah. State there's the trooper. hunters, and then there's the state trooper, and the state trooper is it's like a tiny tiny part that is um uh. It's the guy who played Taggart in Be- the Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John. 
Oh, not another John. It is another John. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Anyways, but yeah, like I, I recognized mm-hmm. him. I was just like, wait a minute, that's the guy from like Barely Those Cop. That's crazy because this is like a nothing part. Yeah. And that was like a huge, like he was basically like, you know, the second tier right below like yeah, yeah, yeah. like Eddie Murphy being the star. And, uh, you know, main main supporting character. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, this is like the bittest of bit parts. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah, really interesting. And I too. never noted, like mm-hmm. I didn't, I've never noticed that before. But this time around, it was just like, it was like his voice. Because he didn't have like the mustache and stuff. Yeah. So that's like where, like, oh, that how happened. you would normally yeah, yeah, recognize yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. But it was the voice. I was just like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I know that voice like yeah. really well. Um, but yeah. I mean, uh, mean female Ellen Barkin. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, she's, he's just been around forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just you know, yeah, yeah. She, but uh, she she went into like more. She got like out of acting and went into like I think more like a production. I have no idea. I mean, I know I you don't see her that often yeah. like anymore. But... I I see her name from time to time, yeah. but not yeah. Like... I don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um but I feel like a lot of these people you don't other than maybe like yeah. Jeff Goldblum and maybe like. Uh, Clancy Brown or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like Clancy you, Brown's you still doing a, voices. You don't see a lot of these. Jeff Goldblum is like Peter Weller. You don't really see very much here and anymore. There. He's so good, but you don't really see him yeah. much anymore. Well, and then like that's like yeah. well, like John Lithgow and Christopher Lloyd are both quite old now and yeah. more or less semi-retired. Yeah, I mean you do. Jeff Goldblum is the only one. Well, here and there. The, the other shocking thing is like also like. Jeff Goldblum doesn't look that much different now than he looked then. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got this real like, like older version yeah, of, yeah, of the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, he's probably the one that kind of went on to the most prominent, like yeah. main sort yeah. of big, yeah. big, well-known career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, well, Peter Weller did like RoboCop, and then a bunch of stuff that nobody remembers. Like, yeah, he did I mean, not, he did, he's, you know, he did some TV stuff, and, and yeah, yeah, he did, he did. The thing about Peter Wells' career is Peter Wells' career is like just interesting. Yeah, like he did a lot of just really interesting stuff, like whether it be like this RoboCop, you know, um, just like he just he seemed to be very like particular about what he would would he would do, mm-hmm. and I think that there's probably a lot of roles that like uh, people wanted him for that he just was kind of like nah, I'm not really yeah. into that. You know, like, because I think that he got pursued a lot and just was, He like, did what he was interested he was just, in more yeah, than he was. He was just yeah. I mean, maybe not as much at this time, because this is mm. quite early, but, like, certainly, like, post-Robocop. Yeah. You know. Because um, Robocop was, I mean, that's pretty mainstream for... Yes. Yeah. Compared to the rest of his career. For sure. For sure. Compared to this movie, anyway. Uh, it, in some ways, this movie seemed like... I mean, not just because of its... It, you mm. know, it's like the references it drew from like yeah, a much yeah. older style of like that pulp style yeah absolutely um, I mean even the stuff referring to like the whole Orson Welles War of the Worlds oh yeah yeah, thing, yeah which is like a brilliant oh from the wine commercials brilliant way yeah <laughs> yeah those old commercials and I'm like old commercials isn't this still only like yeah <laughs> yeah those commercials like, weren't that old like when this came out like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Orson Welles was still alive when this movie came out yeah <laughs> barely uh, but you know yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those commercials, yeah, when he got fired from the ad agency because he went on like the Tonight Show or something, really, and was like, 
and they asked him about those commercials because it was like yeah. he's such a famous person doing right, right, right. and he's like oh I, I've never drunk that wine I would never drink no. that wine well, and they and the ad agency was like you that's the case for most <laughs> like, of those things but yeah. you just don't say that obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone but, knows you know, but like, you don't yeah, say yeah, yeah. it but like Orson Welles would say yeah, that of course, <laughs> you know? of course he would yeah, of course he would. yeah. <laughs> anyway but yeah. yeah, just the idea of the whole like tying it in the whole Grover's oh. Mill, and then like tying mm-hmm. it in with like oh that the you know originally it was that Orson Welles was saying it was an actual invasion, yeah. but then it's like they like hypnotized him. It was an invasion. Him, like, hypnotized say him. that it was just a radio it was, show. It was a radio and, show, yeah. And you know, then they all so now they've been all these here aliens, since then. All these aliens applied for social security on the same day, and they all took the first name John. Yeah. Oh, the names are amazing. Yeah. The names are. <laughs> Well, uh, well, Christopher Lloyd, John Big Booty. Oh, sorry, Boutet. Big Big Booty. <laughs> yes, Tay. It's Tay. He gets so mad about it. Yeah, it's great. It gets him killed. I lo- get yeah. some killed. Well, <laughs> well the, the 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 conflict with him and and John Warfin, who's like the uh, the leader, John Lithgow. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's John playing John. He's Doctor <laughs> Emilio Lazardo. Oh, no. Yeah. But the whole thing is like because Lazardo is basically like got like essentially taken over by yeah. John Warfin. Yeah, well, when he gets, like, when they do the... Because yeah. the whole eighth dimension partially thing goes into is, it. is, like, traveling between... It's like... Through the, through, like, traveling in the space yeah. between, that in well, between atoms like, uh, or something. It's like, um... It's kind of like the Phantom Zone. Where, yes. Where, like, basically, yes. like, the red electrodes were, like, all the bad ones from, like... Because, like, the electrodes were from Planet 10. Yeah. And the red electrodes were, like, all the bad, like, like warlike kind of ones right and they were banished like they were like banished into like the eighth dimension and the eighth dimension is like the space between atoms and solid objects sure and and the the i mean that's pretty much this movie is so they go to it's so amazing because they do this thing where like they're they're setting up they're setting up the car yeah and it's like oh it's gonna do 500 miles an hour whatever and it's like it's some big government project or whatever and well, I think they're they're doing like a like a land speed record land speed record test, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but then it's like interspliced car. with like this brain surgery thing, yeah. And they're kind of like, and then and then, I mean, I know it's Peter Weller because I've right. seen this movie before, yeah. But like they keep his face obscured, like yeah, it's some yeah. kind of big secret who's going to be the pilot. He doesn't. It doesn't really show him fully until like over ten minutes in. Yeah, movie. yeah. And then he dro- and then of course he goes like off course because like yeah. the the Buckaroo and the, the the Hong Kong Cavaliers are actually performing their own experiment yeah. about like traveling through this mountain using yeah, this yeah. like the oscillation over the oscillation over obviously, obviously. Yeah. um what else would it be yeah uh, interesting little uh, piece of trivia that device. Uh, has appeared in like a whole bunch of other movies. Like there's in, also in the uh, background, like Star Trek, like the yes. ne- the next gen era of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. All the people that like worked on that were like big fans of this. Yeah, and they always put in like little references, like mostly like background things, like in the actual sets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even things like um, like obviously they're like uh, they've made references not verbally but like in like sets and things mm-hmm. like that. To like yo-yo dime propulsion, yeah, yeah, yo-yo dime propulsion, uh, yeah, which yeah. is from this. Uh, w- there's every ship in like Starfleet and in, in Star Trek world that has like a like a dedication plaque, mm-hmm. usually like on the bridge somewhere. Yeah, and they don't usually really highlight it, but it's always there. It's always, it's there. always yeah. part of yeah. the set. And every ship has like a motto. Yeah, and there was some ship on an episode or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that had the uh, ev- no matter where, where you, you go, there, there you are, are. Yeah, which is a quote from this. Yeah, uh, um, I mean that's not a. 
I, I think that quote existed before this movie, but yeah, mm, uh, I don't think possible. in that specific. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe yeah. maybe the the concept, like but, the phrase, the phrase, but, but yeah, that yeah. specific phrase yeah. is definitely yeah, because that's that's what he says at the at the yeah uh, yeah. Don't be mean. Don't be mean. Yeah. Mean. Yeah. Just remember that whole scene. No where you go, that was you that was one of those things like, like this movie has like two different feels to it, mm-hmm. and. And I was like, because like that whole like scene where they play the music, and then that's where they meet uh, yeah. uh, Penny, and then she's like sad, and then they change they like they play a different song, and then she pulls a gun, she's like gonna kill herself, and right. and, and, and like how that scene is is filmed, and a couple other scenes like the one with their um, like the one you were talking about there where they find the pod and all that is um, versus how like a number of other scenes are filmed are very like it seems like wow so much effort went into like making this like look, look a certain way yeah and then there's so many other things that just look very like basic and like i was like that's so weird like they would just like no effort seemed to go into some part of this and i was like was it like did they run out of time or was it like a budget thing because i mean i know the budget on this was strange yeah 17 million. yeah like strangely high for quite, quite a bit you know what it what it was yeah and but I'm you like, can see why I mean, yeah it's like there's constant yeah, you yeah. know, either visual effects or yeah, like, like you know, action or yeah, stuff that wasn't cheap and mostly 84. just a lot of effects. There's yeah, a it's lot a ton of visual of effects. Visual effects. Yeah, I like rotoscoping. Yeah, <laughs> they lot, got a lot of there's a lot of visual effects. Yeah. I love the look of the like when it, he goes through the mountain and all the like planet. Oh yeah, yeah. Eight, eighth dimension, like all the well, like, it's all like a like it's like a like, like looking through like an electron it, microscope it looks or something. So good. Yeah, yeah. Um. I also it, really like. It reminded way. me it was like the 1984 version of when Ant Man shrinks down. Yeah. To I mean, obviously the, the microverse, uh, uh, like the the sh- like all the ship stuff. Like obviously, oh yeah, like the blending of the mm-hmm. mats and stuff wasn't the best. Like it was pretty pasted on. Looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I love the movement, like how it's all that like instant, really herky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. that like. Sh- Instant uh, like movement. An- inertialist movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was very really, cool. Really cool. That was very cool. Um, yeah, you know, I, I love that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just interesting design, like yeah. choices, like how they they kind of look. Their technology almost kind of looks it's kind of organic, but almost kind of like wood like, like almost yeah, like yeah, these yeah. gnarled, like it's grown, like gnarled kind of tree yeah, 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 sort yeah. of stump. Well, it's of. this weird, and because like a lot of the stuff is like it's this weird combination of like that and like. Like like junkyard. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, because a lot of the like machine, like it actually reminded me a bit of that. Like like devices and machine type stuff, which I guess was, is, was very inspired by like the old like like the old like Frankenstein like yeah universal yeah yeah Frankenstein yeah, yeah. kind of you know just like you know old like electric electric mm-hmm. you know sort of uh, devices and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of ins- uh, inspiration taken from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I but there's a lot like. It's it's it reminds a lot, and I mean this. It came before these other things, mm-hmm. but it reminds me of some of like the kind of more off the wall, sort of um, like John Carpenter, like uh, yeah, 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 uh, for sure. Big Trouble in Little China. They live mm-hmm. certain aspects of it are kind of they live esque, um, and it it has a lot of that. It kind of exists. Some of it, some of it, it reminds, exists in that same yeah. sort of like ballpark of mm-hmm. like that. Kind some of it reminded me of that, like that old, um, I guess it's probably around the same time. Uh, was that, that Japanese film? Was it like machine man where it was no all, idea, uh, no yeah, where it's that. all very much that style of like 
that mix of like kind of like trash and like growth and 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 organic. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. T- I don't know about that. Yeah. I just. I just mean like the overall. Yeah. Like the the sort of tone and kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah. just a lot of little clever little bits and pieces like. Everything like the um, there's some really hilarious kind of like um, like almost like satirical things where in the the through the whole end oh yeah sequence all the writing well there's like the the announcement yeah. voice in in <laughs> that's Dime so hilarious that yeah. is just like constantly like, like there are monkey boys in the because yeah, like they yeah. use monkey boys as like a, a term a, for humans a, like yeah. a, like an insulting term for humans and uh, I mean because that started early on when. Warfin as Lazardo, yeah, where he's like, you know, uh, was it laugh while you can, and monkey, monkey boy. boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it almost it, seems like throwaway there. Yeah, yeah. Because you well, don't because, know what it's referencing because well, you don't know Lazardo. He his he like mixes yeah. up sayings, right? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Has, and you also yeah. don't know at that point the whole connection with like Lazardo, Warfin, blah blah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? You he's just, just pre- it's somewhat established. Okay, mm-hmm. like Lazardo is like obviously like crazy scientist. Mm-hmm. He's been locked up. He's like. You know? Where you get that flashback sequence when you like, yeah, yeah, whatever he does, he, he like he puts the like the electrodes on him. He gives himself like an electric shock yeah, of some yeah, sort, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Well, because the whole idea was like because he worked with uh, the oh doctor professor uh, was uh, it? professor Ito <laughs> or professor no sorry uh, professor uh, Hika- uh, Hikita yeah. Hikita yeah yeah, yeah 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 who had worked Robert Ito is the actor. yeah yeah and he had, again because they had, it had all been think because like he worked with. Uh, Bucker's parents, yeah, yeah, and then you know he was kind of like a mentor a little mm-hmm. bit, but then he had worked with Lazardo like back in the day. So yeah. the original experiment from 1938, when they first opened up the, yeah, you know the, the portal, the and, it, and it portal didn't work, into, didn't work all the way. Well, yeah, and then so like Lazardo, because he like used he himself, gets like halfway I in, mean, he basically Bruce Bannered it, used yeah. himself as as like a Guinea test pig. subject. And got like part way in, and it like made him crazy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we got like possessed, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as we find out, but yeah, at yeah, that yeah. moment, but we you really think because exactly. he goes nuts and runs away, and then yeah, you're we like, don't really well, that understand was weird. exactly. Yeah. And and as far as most people assume, he's just like a crazy he scientist. Of, he, yeah. he like made this experiment that drove him insane, type of yeah. thing, right? And it turns out like, oh, like actually, like yeah. Warf, you know, John. Yeah, Warf yeah. Because you don't find out he's he's actually possessed until the bit where until at a certain point when uh, Buckaroo. Uh, can start seeing yeah. the aliens. Yeah. Right? Well, but Lazardo doesn't look any different. No, of course, because yeah, he's, he's, he's human he's body. Human body. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, that, uh, it's just there's so many <laughs> there's so many layers and yeah. so much there's so and, much to and then, it. And then, like, and on top and, of like, and that's part of why like movies like this like are often end up being like more sort of cult hits, not just because they have such an offbeat tone. Or blah blah blah, well, but we, it's like there's so much you to it. Poke it's them really lot. hard yes. for like just a, a regular like mm-hmm. casual audience well, to penetrate because like there's just so much going on. You that you, it can be very like overwhelming. on a first viewing, you would like yeah, just you, like you would just not this? so much of this would just go like right through. Yeah, like, you would just I be mean like, unless you're very accustomed to like sure. this type of genere. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's which is why people who like these there's almost too much to even like notice. Oh, there definitely is. That's why I mean. And, seen and, they, times. and they cut stuff too. Like, um, well, like I said, the book has a lot yeah. more detail. Well, the right? whole reference, because um, the thing that Penny yeah. looks like um, Buckaroo's ex-wife. Yeah. Well, um, his wife that died. The I mean, wife that died. Not ex-wife. Yeah, there, well, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, she was wife that died. Sorry. <laughs> um, and but yeah. they don't. And they turns out they cut a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. It's he brings up. Um, Early on, uh, something about like this, like arch nemesis that he has, yeah, yeah. and the arch nemesis is actually understand. responsible for killing 
um, his wife and his parents. Yep. But they cut all of that. The only reference yep. they have to that is when he talks Which, about... given how own... much there still is in the movie, that, like, makes no yeah. real sense well, about, without the context. It's... Yeah. The thing, the thing I mean was, you can the thing was is is this like arch villain yeah. was all was going to be part of this yeah. world crime syndicate that was going to be in the sequel. Yeah. But which is finally coming out, but it's only form. as a book. A book for uh this October. Yeah, comes I know. Out this October. Really it was supposed to come out a little That's earlier. That's why I say finally. I am, I am so excited. That's why I say finally, because it's literally yeah. we've been waiting on it since yeah. this movie came out. Yeah. Thirty I <laughs> I uh it's almost it, forty years it's, ago. It's been in my like like at the, yeah. the the bookstore website, it's been yeah, in my yeah, yeah. like my like wish list. since we we I think when we talked about we need to well, do this. Well, this you year. should check out if you're interested. And in, I I remember to pre order it last. If night. you're interested in it, you should also read like the first the, one. That's because yeah. it is the story yeah. of this movie. There is also but it's just has a lot more detail and it's just presented. In a there is way. also a um a uh they also did a comic. Darkhurst did a comic book series that is evidently like very um. Like faithful to the characters, yeah, and, yeah. And stuff well, because like the whole idea was that because like uh, uh, Earl McGrath, who who wrote who wrote it, like he even he wrote like like ten twenty like yeah. attempts at doing yeah. what would be like the first because the thing is is in his mind he had so many ideas of like where this could go, mm-hmm. and so like a lot of this like world building backstory of like. You know all the World Crime League stuff, the Hanoi Shan, which is the yeah, name, yeah. the name of the, the the villain. That's right. Um, yes, thank like you. and and just and you know the stuff with 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 Booker's wife, his parents, mm-hmm. Professor Hikita, the Hong Kong Cavaliers members, yeah. like all of this, like very complex. Yeah. Like he had all these different like story ideas, and it was just like, well, what can he actually do that will work as like a movie that yeah. they can make as like a first movie? Yeah, and of course, like had this movie been successful. They could have done more yeah. with it, but because it wasn't successful and it became just sort of this cult thing, you know, they had to kind of make do with things like yeah. comics or just various mm-hmm. other little bits and pieces. Well, Why it took so long to do another like full book, I'm not too sure. Like, uh, I think a lot of it, in the same but, reason, um, yeah. it took so long for this to come to DVD is the company that made this it failed. They went under. Yeah, and the rights got oh, caught up. Okay, and fair enough. Yeah. He took because the DVD yeah. edition of this didn't come out until yeah, like the early two thousands. I, like, I have it. I have it. Yeah, DVD. it got like wrapped up in like this crazy, and it was one of those cases. Where, I own like, the the novelization. Yeah, well. oh, yeah, I have cool. both. <laughs> and, like nobody, um, like it was one of those weird ones where like a bunch of people claimed they had like the sure. rights over. Yeah, it. that happens all the time. But also, nobody wanted to spend them. Like it was they nobody felt that it was worth a much mu- enough money yeah. to actually investigate to see who. Actually had the rights, right. so it was in the one was like, it, like who actually had the rights was like on a piece of paper in a folder somewhere sure. in a filing cabinet, yeah, but yeah. nobody wanted to pay anybody to look for it. The situation, you. right? So, yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, the point is, is that yeah. like there has been a lot of those kind of like a lot of that backstory and of like yeah. knowing where where what the characters' histories are and like other things that happened mm-hmm. like a lot of that was basically like in his head but he just you know yeah. didn't necessarily have an outlet for it um you know. it makes it, it makes the world seem very rich which is great yeah even if it does because so come across as a lot of like bizarro nonsense right but of course but a lot of that so is much because, is out of, no but like if it was like because it's kind of like inspired off of that doc savage type of thing like it's this idea that like like i said right in the movie you see like everywhere they go like 
they're famous, especially Buckaroo himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. everybody knows. They're like, like rock stars. Like, he just, like, walks into a room, and people are like, oh, that's Buckaroo Bonsai, right? Yeah. And, like, the fact that they've had all these adventures, and uh-huh. they've had all these, they've, like, saved the world, basically, yeah. and, and, you know, and it's like... Well, they have, they have like, two different, like, uh, like like subgroups that like yeah. work for them like the 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 red ro- rovers and then the the blue initiates or something like that and then it, yeah and it's and it's like they're like their watchdog groups or something like it's it's crazy like they, yeah but all that kind of stuff is very in the tradition of like those old yeah adventure like pulp yeah. kind of things. again it, yeah it draws and a old, lot from old, like comics and stuff mm-hmm. like that well, right it's interesting because this movie the draws a lot Legion. from a style of storytelling and yeah i mean book and comic that just never made it to film really yeah. like the fact that there wasn't and at any point in the 40s or the 50s yeah. or the 60s like a run of doc savage films yeah seems you know like like that stuff's so great and the fact that it's never happened it's hard to translate to in a way that like i guess like, but like, no, no attempt was even made. Yeah. Like, because the thing is, that was so popular. Yeah, and that, and that's you what know? I was trying to say is, is like, you take something like that, like a dark savage type of thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, it went on for so long, yeah. and it's like it had all these different stories, all these different books mm-hmm. and stuff like that that people could follow, yeah. and get very invested in, like, yeah. oh, the characters have done this and that over yeah, time, yeah. and and you get very right, and so, but the problem with this is, it's like basically attempting to do the same thing but just like with one movie yeah and, and we're dropping you like and you 30 years into the story yeah, 20 years into the yeah, story there's all this yeah, backstory yeah, yeah. like like how like how did he assemble like the all the arrest the members of like the hong kong cavaliers yeah, like what, what their are their backgrounds yeah, yeah exactly right like we know like the perfect co- tommy the and, most we get is like with um uh Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's character, because he kind of joins in this yeah, one. Yeah. And he met, he's and only met him at like, the oh, university. he knew him in his, like, medical, yeah. like, career and stuff, and he's, like, another doctor. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, that's kind of the closest yeah. sort of thing to, like, a new sort of introduced part of the thing. <laughs> but, like, there's just so much. And, again, like I say, like, the book helps with that a yeah, lot because I it's should, able to I, I should read reference that. a lot of those things. I should definitely read that then. But, um, coffee. But, yeah, like, it, it's, um, you know, it's really tough. And so, like, I get why, like... You know, it's it's something like this is is not for some, not for your average yeah. casual movie watcher. You know, it, it's there's it. Whew, it was a lot. To it was in. it was really fun to go back and watch it. I haven't seen this movie in quite some time. Yeah, I had I had a great time watching it. Yeah. Laura had never seen it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and there's so just, for her, there's, it was there's this... so many just little like I love the bit about when because there's like the. Like John Big Boutte, which yeah. is uh, um, Christopher, Lloyd's, Christopher character. Lloyd's character, and then there's like the other, the other one that he often hangs out with. I can't remember, uh, but well, like, yeah, but like John O'Connor is John is, O'Connor, yeah, 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 yeah. And and there's that. That's Vincent Fellows. There's the whole yeah. bit where he's like, he tells him to smash to the, use the, the glass, the thing to smash the the, the, the glass in the in the car, and he's like, well, what if it's booby trapped? And he just kind of. And he just kind of like he's like yeah. he's like yeah okay I guess that's the reasonable yeah, yeah. explanation and it's just like well wait a minute like that's you would have why hang on that's yeah. still because he plays you're the, the one who gets one. screwed if, yeah, yeah. if you know it goes wrong you know yeah. and it, it, yeah he's like couldn't find any fault with the reasoning so he just agreed yeah to yeah it. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah just there's just so many like little like the dialogue uh, maybe is not wrong. subtle but like oh. I would say almost kind of subtle subtle sure. for like your average year anyway. 
Um, and like I say, like like all like the, the announcements in the mm. in the Yo-Yo Dine at the end there. There's just so many little great little like uh, things in there, like little Easter eggs almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many like the layers of like like oh so and so. You know, it's like it's like who has the overthruster, and then it's like. Oh, yeah. the, you know who who's who gets captured by the things and it's like okay well that's okay it's like the professor gets captured but then it's like it's okay because penny has the overthruster yeah. but then like penny gets captured and it's like oh no she's got the overthruster but like the bad guys don't actually know no she has the overthruster over because she even she doesn't you know yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. at that point or or whatever like i i don't i can't You're remember the exact, the ants, i can't remember so. the exact details but like yeah. what i'm saying is is that there's well, a lot she doesn't of, know what she has is that right she has it but she, but she doesn't, doesn't know, know what it is, is so she does, that's yeah, right yeah. she knows she has it but she doesn't yeah, know what it is yeah. and the bad guys don't know she has it mm-hmm. they assume that 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 uh that buckaroo has, has it. it so they like they kind of basically ransom like they basically they're like well we have her yeah so like you have to come and bring it yeah. to us and because because even that lizardo slash he even says like oh no he'll bring it and it's like I, they I have no type. Yeah, yeah i know it's like and it's like they have no idea they already have it but they just yeah, don't yeah. know well, that's it, okay he built his own yeah yeah it's trash <laughs> he built his own. yeah and it's just like all these kind of like layers of just like like who they've captured at any yeah. given moment because it's like they cap they they they, they capture Buckaroo yeah like and then yeah. it's like you know and then like yeah. somebody escapes and then like who's gonna die and then like somebody dies but then somebody doesn't die. evidently that torture scene where Lazaro yeah. was torturing um yeah uh, Peter Weller yeah. like Buckaroo it was really hard for Peter Weller because. Uh, he kept cracking up because of <laughs> Lizardo's like oh my god insane it's amazing. like Italian alien accent. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen I've seen um, uh, Lithgow comment on the on the character a little bit because he was saying that like this is the first time because I mean it's something that people have definitely seen quite a few times from, from him since. Yeah, yeah, like of that very over the top kind yes. of characters, you yeah. know, third rock from the, the sun, sun, you yeah, know, yeah, various yeah. different things. But like he, I've seen quotes from him talking about how like he'd never really done that before. Mm-hmm. Like he'd had characters that had like moments of slightly like uh, he mentioned. Um, well, he will see the like, like Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, okay, sure. Where he starts to get a little unhinged and and he gets like slightly over the top. But like he said, like he talked about how he never really had done like a character that was like fully over the top yeah, like that yeah. before. And uh, and so he just kind of like leaned into it and because it just it it fit the character obviously mm-hmm. and you know he, he did the the very broad like, yeah. Italian accent yeah um Dead. which apparently it was like some oh, I think it's actually pretty funny maybe I have it right here it, it was like somebody that he like knew or something oh, that, okay. that was like um I wonder if I have this in here um well, you can look that up I gotta put yeah yeah oh, no worries sure. no worries Remember, pause, unpause. Yeah, that's what I did. No. (laughs) You were hitting the red button. Well, yeah, because I had hit the pause button. I had hit the pause button again, and it didn't unpause. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I must not hit it hard enough. Um, Lithgow said... Yeah, Lithgow was not sure about the character. Uh, Richter convinced him by claiming what what a real feast for an actor this wonderful Jekyll and Hyde character was, Lithgow later said. He told an interview, I've had roles where I came very close to going over the top. In Twilight Zone, I almost went over the top several times, but this role is completely over the top. It makes the role in Twilight Zone seem like a model of restraint. I do it in a wild red fright wig and rotten false teeth with a thick Italian accent. It's wild. Yeah. For Lazaro's accent, Lithgow spent time with an Italian tailor at MGM and recorded his voice. And there's actually a film credit to Roberto Terminelli, John Lithgow's dialect coach. Oh, that's cool. And uh, Lithgow changed his walk to that of, uh, quote, an old crab because my alien metabolism is supposed to be messed up. Mm. 
He said of his character, playing Lizardo felt like playing the madman in the cabin of Dr. Caligari. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like what you were saying about the whole taking out, how they had to take out the references to, like, Hanoi Shen and yeah, the, yeah, Hanoi the backstory Shen and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that came from the head of the studio, mm. who apparently, like, basically interfered constantly and basically told them, like, what they were allowed to yeah. do and what they couldn't do and stuff. And, um... Apparently, uh, yeah, he interfered constantly through initial stages of shooting, demanding changes, sending notes. By the end of filming, these demands had disappeared. The crew became convinced that uh, Beagleman, as yeah. the guy's name, had checked out. Quote. <laughs> and to test their theory, and to test their theory, added a now famous scene in which the presence of a watermelon becomes a topic for yes! discussion. Yes, okay. Because there's the part where they come into the room and there's like, oh, what's up the, with well, the watermelon? It's, it's after. It's they're when like, they're they're looking for they're looking for Penny yeah. and they're, the the aliens have attacked their base. Yes, and and they walk. It's 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 Peter Weller. It's 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 Bonsai and Reno, and yeah. they go through the room and the watermelon's there, and it looks like it's like in some kind of like one of those like 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 uh, like squisher things, yeah. like the will it crush yeah. things like from YouTube. Like it's part of like some experiment. experiment. Or and he's like, "What's with the watermelon?" He's like, "I'll tell you later." And they never come of back course. to it. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So they added the now famous scene, in which the presence of watermelon becomes the topic for fair discussion. When the scene was allowed into the movie without comment, they concluded the management was indeed ignoring them, <laughs> and they had free reign to put in whatever they wanted. Yeah. Uh, but then Beelman eventually made one more major change. After seeing that the movie ended with a kiss and demanding something more, by this time the budget was almost completely spent and post production nearly complete. Richter decided to have the end credits appear over a new scene that was shot in the style of a yes. music video, hiring a choreographer to arrange the action over new music by mm-hmm. Michael Boddicker. The song was not ready in time, so the crew filmed it while playing Billy Joel's Uptown. Yeah, because the same it had the same tempo. Yeah, Richter yeah. described the scene as having quote kind of emerged from the end of post production. The scene was shot with the actors walking in the L.A. riverbed in front of the Sepulveda. Sepulveda Dam. The scene, called Gleefully Bizarre, opens with the only remaining reference to the Hanoi Shan storyline when it mentions a never-produced sequel called Buckaroo Banzai Against yeah. the World Crime League. I love that credit, that credit ending, sequence. I love that. It's so, so good. Like, I'm like, well, so the studio guy, like, messed, you know, interfered with them the whole time, but, like, at least it resulted in that, yeah. which is, like, I love that ending mm-hmm. credit scene. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. And, and what I love, one of the things I like about it is that, like, it's, you can't place, like, how where it's meant to fit yeah like right like because it doesn't actually chronologically no, no, it's, it's make chronologically, any sense it is, in the story it is the equivalent to the where they show all the characters faces yeah, yeah. at the end of a movie but even and that like, usually it's taken from shots from the yeah, movie yeah. No, but this, this was is, created just for that like, is yeah. it it is it's just a it's it's you know the end of a play yeah Cast members all come out and yeah, take yeah, a bow. Exactly. That's what that is. It's exactly I know, what that is. And yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved the song. Oh, yeah, I it's a the great music was song. amazing. I, I, was, I was humming it all evening after watching I mean, the movie. I, I, I like the music a lot yeah. in this anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously very cheap. You know, it's that 80s synth, yeah. you know, kind of uh, score. But, like, it, it, it's good. Like, it's fun. It, it fits. But that that final song is great. Mm. It's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, concerning the, what they were talking, what we were talking yeah, about, yeah. about the... Uh, the the studio uh, yeah. head uh, getting involved. Uh, one of the other things, and this goes back to what I was talking about, how like this movie flip flops back and forth in in kind of its the style. Yeah. Is he pressured the producer mm-hmm. to fire the original director of photography? Yeah. The original director of photography was the director of photography from Blade Runner, okay. and they hired him because he was his ability to do like good mood lighting and stuff. Right. Like that. And so that's so why I like the scene at like the bar and the scene yeah, where yeah, they do yeah, that. Yeah. Like the looks, lighting's looks great, looks great. And they replaced him with this guy who basically like gave like zero 
and he just filmed everything super flat, like mm. full bright. Yeah. And so like all the scenes, like all the stuff where they're like at their base Makes sense. and all that is all that guy. And it all comes across really flat and like bland. Yeah. And like all the stuff with like rich lighting and everything right. that's, and, 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 and like good, uh, good photography all is because like they had the guy who did Blade Runner and they got rid of him. They fired him. Hmm. <laughs> um, which is, is quite, quite, um, yeah. you know, like, like we, we're going to actively sense, make I mean, it like it, to make your movie worse, you know, yeah. like, well, I mean, I, maybe it was like, they thought they could save money or something. I, that, I mean, I did, but considering the budget of this film, that may have been a motivator yeah. for sure. At a certain point, I don't know. It just—it yeah. seems like the guy just had a, a thing about like constantly interfering yeah. with this movie. Like, yeah, so um, strange, but yeah, it's it is. Yeah. You know, I love it. For yeah, sure. no, it's so. it's a great film. It's, it's so I, much fun. I, it's it's just there's like I said, like you said, right? There's so there's a lot of like things like there's so much going on that like you can notice more mm-hmm. when you go back. Yeah, you know. Um, there's like you say piloting his spaceship and he kicks his shoes off he's got like the weird gross socks with no toes and he's like using his feet to pilot the spaceship he's like go little feet go yeah (laughs) oh I mean he was definitely a highlight in terms Mm -hmm. of just like he had constantly yeah like his his lines and stuff although as has been brought up for being the main villain of this movie he disappears for almost 45 minutes from the time he escapes yeah. from the uh, asylum, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 45 minutes later till he shows up. And he's the main villain. But it's just like, oh, but that's because they've got all that other stuff yeah, that they cram there's so in there. Much. Well, well, the penny stuff. Go, and like, it's, it's amazing so they kept it under two hours, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it's maybe that's part of the problem in terms of the fact that there's so much going on. It's like yeah. you're trying, too, to, too di- much. To, trying yeah. to digest. Like, yeah. But, I mean, Again, for me it works. This is the kind of thing where, like, like, like the novelization yeah like i mean for me totally it, adds for me it to... works because obviously like i've seen it multiple times for same yeah, um, yeah, yeah i've read the book and it's kind of in a genre that sure. i have a bit of you know mm-hmm. i've also i'm predisposed to to some I, degree i like the drop me in the middle yeah i'll figure out or won't What's going on on yeah. my own? It can work. It can also backfire. Though. It true, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I the thing is, is because it's penchant for backfiring. Yeah, you just don't see it done often enough, and so and because of that reason, I don't think a lot of writers and directors have experience enough doing yeah. those kind of stories. So you just don't you yeah. don't see it. it. It definitely seems more the realm of. Um, like like TV to do that kind of thing than than movies you know even considering you know, this is you know 1984 1980s the 80s were rife with like kind of wacky you know yeah. semi sci-fi semi fantasy films that like went to no length to explain themselves at all just like here's what we've done take it or leave it if it makes sense to you you know god be with you <laughs> you know and yeah. and and at least you know in, in this case with Buckaroo Bonson like because there's like a surprising amount of dialogue yeah. and they do like that opening blurb and stuff like that, they make an attempt to kind of bring you up to speed. Yeah. You know, Walk even if eyes. they also do things like, what's the watermelon for? You know, and, and that is like this movie's comedy factor, yeah, you know, is, is falls into. And I mean, and then I think it's probably one of the things that often a lot of films from this era that 
could be like you know contemporaries to this miss is like you that comedy factor makes a huge difference like yes the world is going to be blown up in 14 hours yes the the characters themselves um are not aware of like kind of the world that they live in compared to the world we live in like you know they're you know what is that the reverse self-aware or whatever that, that was it, it's like is everything fine with the aliens or do we need do we attack russia oh yeah 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 uh yes to the former no, <laughs> no to no, the latter yeah okay which one was that? Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah is russia number one or number two <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. he's just like running by and he's yeah, like yeah. you got a call from the president yeah yeah oh 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 okay Another just, like, one of those off the wall, but just, like, so perfect. So we talked about the whole, like, Secretary of Defense guy yeah. being, uh, what's his name there, Matt? What's his name? Yeah. And, but, like, the oh. whole thing with, like, the president mm-hmm. is, like, in he's the... He's in traction? Yeah, he's, like, in the, the like, face down, like, traction yeah. thing for, like, the entire thing. And then the National Security Advisor oh. just randomly is Yakov Smirnov yes. for no reason. <laughs> it's not commented on. Hey, he was huge in that. The movie makes a big deal of the whole Cold War, like, that Russia... Yeah, is is like they're they're both the about war. to push the button. Anything, yeah, because yeah, the whole yeah. the whole thing is that the 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 black Letroids, who are like the good aliens, but in order to stop the red Letroids from escaping, they'll they'll basically they're willing to destroy the Earth. Yeah, and so well, they, they're willing to instigate us destroying ourselves. Yes, yeah, so basically yeah. they're going to use their was it like their particle beam to like attack? Uh, was it Moscow or something? No, no, no it was um, I can't remember yeah, the name yeah. of the city somewhere, but yeah. somewhere in like in like the Soviet Union. Knowing that, like, they would then uh, blame the U.S. and retaliate, yeah. and it would basically end the nuclear, end, war, end yeah. nuclear war. And so there's a lot of that, like, Cold War, the the whole like, that anxiety, that, that, that like anxiety yeah. of like the, the that that tense sort of like stalemate with with the Soviet Union, blah blah. blah. And then Yakov Smirnov <laughs> yeah. is just the national Russian security comedian. advisor to the president of the U.S. <laughs> Some brilliant, and it's never here. remarked upon. Yeah, yeah. And he's not just playing a character because he's re- literally referred to as like advisor Smirnov. Smirnov. Yes, yeah. And he has his accent and yeah, everything, yeah, no. but like the he flubs his line too. But the, he has like three lines, yeah. and he super flubs one but, of them. But the but like the the Secretary of Defense guy is like very like xenophobic and very oh, yeah, like yeah. he's constant like like borderline racist constantly yeah. like making a, but like he never comments on the fact that the yeah. National Security <laughs> Advisor is literally nose kind yeah. of situation yeah. that is one of the most bizarre yeah. parts of this movie is the fact What's that they the never comment on that what he's like he's like he's like he's like i'm a hard man but like not he's not like i'm, I'm about to crap myself he has a very like particular like oh like, yes term yeah something like that yeah and, and i was just like that is not a term i've used for like yeah. pooping oneself i've ever heard before and then like Whoever it is, like it's it's like the the president's like nurse or whatever, yeah. or 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 somebody just like tells them to like like man up, like don't be a baby and man yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's really like yeah. There's so many great. It's it's the kind of movie where it's. I think this. Is... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking okay. at a couple of the quotes. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like when he's in the the ship with the little ship with John Parker. Oh yeah. And he's just like John Parker, take the wheel. Just just hold on. That's good. It flies like a oh. truck. And John Parker's like, good. What is a truck? Yes, he's an alien. <laughs> or the uh, uh, in my experience, nothing is ever what it seems to be, but everything is exactly what it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> the only the only reason the only reason for time is so that everything doesn't happen all at once. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's another one of those like you yeah. know wherever you are, wherever you you are, you know, what yeah. is it? Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah, kind exactly. Of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, the bit the, the bit where they get the the transmission from the the black electroids and. And they, in order to see the transmission, they have to wear like oh yeah, the, like the bubble wrap like, like glasses on yeah. their face. Oh, like the world's like. But this movie is so perfect it's kind because, of funny because again, like okay, we it's so about, perfect because why have something expensive and fancy? No, when you, you can, can just, just do, do this that. Like garbage prop, right? And it's fine, and it costs because, you nothing because it within like how kind of like the aesthetic of everything in this universe kind of looks like. Yeah, it's fine. The, the 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 like here, put this on, it allow you to see the aliens as they are is clearly just like a stripped down uh like like uh a uh, football yeah. or, or hockey like like uh, uh bo- like body armor uh, with all like the padding ripped off with like, just a bunch of batteries glued to it. It's Yeah. The mind's no. a funny thing. In the summer it longs for winter. In the winter it longs for summer. In the spring it heads for the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's such a good film. Um, it, it's one of those like like gift that keeps on giving, yeah, kind of things. Um, I think the hardest thing about this movie is um, is recommending it because it's kind of like well. You've probably already seen it if it's the kind of film you're into. Yeah. I should know uh, some of those quotes are actually not in the movie, but they're in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like the expanded. uh, I think all those ones were in the movie. I think most of them are in the movie, but yeah, Uh, some of them might not be. um, The list I was looking at there was from both. Oh, okay. Some of them might, might or may not. Yeah, it, it's like it, it's people who think who if, if they're in the kind of this kind of movie, they've probably already seen it. Yeah, and if and if they haven't seen it, they might just be younger though, but able to appreciate. That's, you know, and, you know. It, and then that's where it's just like that whole eighties aesthetic you, is is it's true. It's, it's very back, true. You know? It's back. It's very true. You know, it's just like do yeah. you like like I mean, this is kind of like like this is like you know how like like so many movies now, like especially like that kind of like comedy movies and stuff have like they're always like they're, you can't just have a comedy they're like quirky comedy yeah. like like if you like quirky movies but also like 80s aesthetic yeah. like this is what passed for quirky in the 80s this kind of like yeah. you know you know this buckaroo bizarro bonsai you know um you know uh, uh, yeah. it's great yeah no it's just it's just fun. It, it's one of those... It's. I haven't seen it in quite a while. I know, yeah. I, that's what I, I was I, thinking. It's been at least I, probably 10, 15 years since the last time I saw this. Huge amount of fun revisiting mm-hmm. it. Because it's yeah. just always good. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week with... Uh, I believe we're doing Creed next week. Nice. So we are back on the journey. Very the good. rocky journey with the next uh, generation the next generation of, <laughs> of rocky films um uh oh re, re tng creed uh <laughs> <laughs> um and so we'll be doing that next week cool um thank you everyone for listening uh till next week i'm chris this is that cheers bye bye